Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good whatever it is, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music podcast, a podcast about lesser-known music by lesser-known artists that we believe are as good, if not most of the time, better than that in the mainstream. Back with another episode, another main show episode, season four, episode 18. It's been a few weeks, it's been about three or four weeks since our last one, we had a bit of a a few complications, uh, so to speak, and uh, we missed an episode. But we're back. We're back now. Our last one was with Austin Reno. That was a fantastic episode. Please go check that out. That's on Spotify. It's on all the places you can find a podcast. It's also There's also the video version on YouTube. So, yeah, you can check those out there. Uh, this week, we have Goes at Good Speed joining us. Uh, if you've listened to the show before and you're a regular listener, you'll know Goza. He's a cheeky chappy, so we expect lots of banter, lots of fun. It should be a good episode. Um, if you want to follow us and find us and see what we do, you can do that at yhhtmpc.com. If you want to send in your music submissions and your EPKs and have us listen to your work to see if you can get on our different platforms, we've got Artist of the Week, we've got this main show, we've got the blogs, we've got we've got the midnight lives so there's lots of opportunities for all the artists if you want to send in your work you can send that to info at yhhtmpc.com if you want to support us and support what we do uh, you can do that at buymeacoffee.com forward slash yhhtmp and every little bit helps yeah so that's pretty much that, I think. Um, as I stated before, we are a podcast about less known music by less known artists. For example, the piece of music you can currently hear behind me is propulsive with his latest track, and that is today's intro. Propulsive um, is a DJ from Zwolle, Zwolle in the, the Netherlands, I think. Um, yeah, but I'm We'll leave all information and all links and everything in the show notes to all the artists and Alice.
Yeah, Goza, are you well? I'm good, mate. I'm just trying to figure out the sound at my end is a little bit um, is a little bit quiet, despite the fact that uh, everything seems to. Everybody be... sounds okay on my side. I'm guessing you might need to just turn up your earphones. Yeah, it's funny. It's weird. Everything is up as high as it will go, but it just doesn't sound. Just doesn't sound quite as loud as I want. It's still fine, still absolutely doable. As long as it sounds good at your end, that's the main thing. That's all I care about, really. You sure you're okay? Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely fine. Okay. I've got. Cool. I've managed to get a little. Actually, I've cranked it. I've managed to get a little bit more volume. That's excellent. Good. Awesome. Good. Good. Thanks for having me on again. You know, it's uh, it's always fun to come on this podcast. Mm, it's oh, a bit different this time. Bruce. We get to see each other. Yes. For the first absolutely. time ever. Well, your, yeah. Your your room looks yeah, very been, psychedelic. Yeah, very trippy. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is my... I've got a little um, back room in my house and it sort of adjoins the house but isn't part of the house. So it means that you can make a lot of noise in here and no one cares and can hear you. Um, but it's not really... It's, not, it's great for recording and practicing, but it's not um, big enough for any more than one person. Um, mm. and, and when I took it on, it was just like a utility room and it looked like a horrible like gray space so i had to do something um and so i did this <laughs> that's so fun it's, it sounds perfect for recording it sounds very dry in there sounds perfect yeah. for recording yeah it is mm-hmm. it is it's very very good for recording and for practicing so i've done a few podcasts i think i did our last podcast uh in here as well so yeah there you go yeah, wait the room <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's jumper, it's like super chippy as well. <laughs> yeah, it's like a festival jumper, isn't it? That's definitely yeah. a festival jumper. That's what it is. Yeah, nice. I haven't I haven't Perfect. recorded in here since the weather's uh, since the weather's turned so I'm freezing cold. So I've had to run upstairs and pick up the first thing. I was like, Well, it's it's the end of the summer, but I'm gonna go for it. You know, MDMA it. <laughs> and all all that at Glastonbury. <laughs> MDMA, you was, you was on the old MDMA, were you waiting on the Monday? <laughs> no, have you have you heard the story today, Rich? That no, that the scientists have been testing the river water at Glastonbury, and it's full of MDMA from all the festival goers <laughs> pissing in the river. I'm not joking. It's, it's the it's true. And the rest, they're saying that that's the thing. They're saying and the high levels of cocaine as well, and they're saying that if yeah. it doesn't if it carries on happening. Like if it happens next year, there's a good chance that this this uh, endangered species of eel will die out because it it'll <laughs> you know full of MDMA and, and cocaine. Yeah, but <laughs> probably a, a new, a new species. A new species will evolve in its place. That's addicted to MDMA or something like that. Yeah. It was incorporated MDMA MDMA into its DNA or something. They just you know? love everything. <laughs> yeah. You can't go by the river anymore. Oh. The fish jump out and hug you. <laughs> Tell them <laughs> they're your best friend. <laughs> that's it. And Gosh. Richie, that is, uh, I take it that's a uh, a fake backdrop, isn't it? No, no, this is this is a, a studio. We haven't, uh, Goza. this is where we are. Ask, yeah. him, ask him what that, uh, that mixture is on the bottom shelf of his rack there. <laughs> ask him what that is. Yeah, what ask, does that do you... there, mate? I'm not the sound engineer. I just, somebody else all this shit. Actually, ask him to, for a look at his beer. Ask him what he's drinking. Oh, what are you drinking? <laughs> Invisible brew. Invisible <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, in a way. 
I was a bit jealous when I saw that you'd done that um, the whiskey themed podcast not so long ago. How did that go? It was, it was very good, actually. We really enjoyed it. Have you? I bet yeah. you still got some of those whiskeys left, haven't you, Emma? Yes, I do. No, nice. no shit. I know. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I uh, I think that that was the fulfillment of a, a lifelong ambition for you, wasn't it, Richie? Combining so. the podcast and whiskey. I'm, I've been combining the podcast and whiskey for, for a long time. <laughs> uh, officially. <laughs> this is the first time in a professional capacity. <laughs> yeah. So are there, are there going to be more of those then? Um, who knows? We, we just... Um, I don't even. How did that one even come about? I, I, every now and then, I'll have an idea and I'll throw out a load of emails to people who, you know, that they, they might have whiskey, or that, that they it, they line up with the idea that I've had, and sometimes they get back, and then we've got a special episode. But uh, yeah, it's just free. I, I, I fancied some free whiskey. He sent me some free whiskey. Job done. Good free whiskey as well. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you're listening to this at home, you can go check out our, our whiskey special from about six weeks ago with what was his name? Bill. Oh. Bill. Hold on, hold on. You know what I'm like? I wrote this down somewhere. Uh Billy Abbott from the Whiskey Bill, Exchange. Billy Abbott from the Whiskey Exchange. The biggest the biggest uh, uh what's the what's the word I'm looking for? The biggest wholesaler. The biggest in the wholesale. No, I don't think the wholesalers, but they're uh, but yeah, the, as far as whiskey goes, they're not the biggest shop. <laughs> the biggest off license in the world. Biggest off license in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're both oh, coming to us for you. You call in there. We've got a million pound bottle of whiskey coming. Right. Anyway, okay. So uh, we're gonna let's move let's move on on with the show. Um, this is a podcast about let's know music by let's know an artist. We believe it. I've said it a thousand times. Um, so I'm gonna ask Ema to introduce her first artist. Um, I've already introduced the show in the intro that you haven't seen, so everybody knows what's happening. Ema, uh, do you want to go first? Yes. So this is Broken Links and their track Pioneers.
So that was Broken Links and their track Pioneers. Uh, Broken Links express melodic, laden alternative rock that is dark, haunting and potent. The three-piece consists of Mark Lawrence, Louis Betteridge and Phil Bolter, uh, who hail from Eastleigh, UK, who have constantly pushed the boundary since forming in 2008. Um, They've built a formidable, loyal fan base and following since their self-release um, of three EPs and two albums. So plenty of material to check out for these guys. So yeah, support them. What do you guys think? Gozer? I really liked it. I got quite uh, transfixed by the video then. It looked like a, a music video intercut with an episode of Gotham. That's what it looked like to me. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but uh, it, yeah, it was good. I liked it a lot. I was trying to think what it reminded me of and it was definitely... Joy Division. Yeah, maybe, but I was getting quite a, a 90s rock vibe from that, mm. actually. Uh, there was a like a maybe maybe a Smashing Pumpkins style influence there somewhere. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you you heard that, but yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, mm. and yourself, Richie? Uh, I, I liked it. I, it. Was this sent to info at yhhtmpc.com? Yes, it was. That was. Them. I missed this. I missed this one then, yeah. so I would have uh, selected this for the midnight live. Mm. Is pufferfish? It was a while ago. I've been meaning to bring it for ages. Okay. Good track, really good track. Um, it feels very um, what's the what I'm looking for? T like teenage teenage rebellion type. It's got that feel about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, skins it's, episode uh, or something. It, you'd go on skins or on misfits or something mm. like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see mm. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I could see mm. that. Yeah, and uh, Wayne. Yeah, I echo everything you said. Yeah, it's for me, it's like an updated Joy Division, like we said, with a bit of Depeche Mode in there as well. I mean, they're a rock band with a synthy edge, and that's that's my jam all day. You know, it's, it's got that lovely, lovely, fuzzy overtone to all their entire thing. There's, there's traces of DNA, of um, traces of Muse in their day, DNA, sorry. That's what I'd say as well, especially with that driving um, drum beat. That's, that's a definite. And, and that synth that saw synth they use oh, i love i love a bit of hardcore synth it's it's, uh, it's right up my street yeah it's really cool the video i was getting bits of like the purge from it like an apocalyptic i like how mm-hmm. that video if you strip it down to its base images makes no sense whatsoever but because it's <laughs> it doesn't it, there's nothing in there that's this correct but because of the yeah. way it's intercut and how stylized it is and the, the shift in the color palette it looks brilliant you know you've got a, a moment of a shopping center's elevator um, escalators with people going up and down these escalators intercut with um people in clown suits in an apocalyptic wasteland you don't question it it just goes together it looks good it's, it's a really well stylized do you, video do you think they were trying to make a point about uh consumerism leading to the end of days or do you think it was just like let's chuck everything at the wall and see what sticks my mate dave's got a dslr <laughs> camera and he's got some really really good ideas and some brilliant <laughs> software he can do us a video that's what it yeah. was <laughs> i was gonna say you should ask dave if you can borrow his camera because yours is dog shit <laughs> <sighs> oh, christ you and cameras <laughs> let's do an audio podcast then me and cameras <laughs> you've just me and cameras you've just bought two who why why would you I've, need two i've got three <laughs> i don't want to stream Go on, move. We're not streaming, this is recording. Jesus Christ. Anyway, 
Right. Um, who's ne- um, do you want to go next then, Wayne? Yeah, fuck it. I'll go next. Um, I'm bringing Aubrey Key and her song Flies. Key and her song Flies. She's from South Carolina, and this is taken from the album Cow, which is available on Fabulous <clears throat> Records. And a little bit about Aubrey. Aubrey is a unique singer-songwriter creating thoughtful music that is, uh, is that is as witty as it is catchy. Uh, I mean, there's nothing outstanding about this. It's lo-fi. It's got a slight pixies vibe to it. It's got bedroom recording written all over it, and I, and I love that about it, to be honest. I like that it's sim- simplistic. <clears throat> you know, we could all do this pretty straightforwardly. Um, there's an earnestness to the way she sings it, the way it's recorded, everything about that. And and over the years, I've seen so many bands who can pull this off live, and it works on me every single time. And I think if she played the... the 
I've got the Heron Hounds not far from me in Birmingham. And if she played there on a Thursday night in, in the main room, this would work on the crack there. Because I've seen it, I've seen it done many times. It's it's right there for me. It's also, you know, it's got this indie film soundtrack written all over it. And that's another reason why I just love it. And the album's fantastic as well. I've listened to to Care. It's really, really good. If you like this sort of stuff, it's definitely for you. And we'll start with you, Ema. Yeah, that was absolutely my cup of tea. I thought that was stunning. I want to be sad to that song. <laughs> just like go walking in the rain or like stumble around at three in the morning or something. It's like perfect. Um, really enjoyed it. Real sadly, sadly, roll a cigarette. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> stumble home from the bar through. Oh, it's raining. Yeah. Oh, it's I deserve. <laughs> oh, it's really, really great. Um, yeah, and I love. Um, there's a lot to it, although it's very simple. There's one part where. You'd almost expect a guitar solo, but she just plays like one note over and over and over again. And that's just like really got me, you know, like sometimes one note can just be so effective. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate the song. I will be adding it to my playlist. Excellent. Goza. Uh, I listened to this when Richie sent it to me and no surprises. I liked it a lot. Uh, it, it's got a very much sort of acoustic grunge feel to it. Uh, and uh, that guitar solo that isn't really a guitar solo reminded me a lot of the anti-guitar solos that Cobain <laughs> used to play and all that lot. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. We're, we're yeah, deliberately yeah. subverting your expectations and all that lot. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's melodic and it's, yeah, it's good. I liked it a lot. And in fact, when I got sent the track, I then went on and listened to a bit more of uh, the album, Cow. Uh, and I liked it all. So yeah, it's, it's good work. Enjoyed it a lot. I'm with you. Um, yeah, it's it, it's got, it's a little bit of nostalgia. This is this is where you you man your mate's house. He breaks open, uh, breaks out the guitar. You're sat in the living room. You've been on a bit of a session, quite fucking. Have a listen to this song that I've wrote. And somehow, even though he's fucked, it's, it actually sounds quite good. Um, <laughs> Something I don't know if it's something to do with the chord progression, but I kept finding myself singing zombie over the top of it. Yeah, uh, maybe. It's, it's, yeah. it's sort of, and it's the right tempo as well. It's it's the sort of right tempo and right cadence as well. So even if mm. the, the chord tempo is not right, I can see where you're going with it. Yeah. Yeah, but all in all, great. So it's nice that you can listen to a piece of music, love it, and it hasn't been tampered with. It hasn't gone through rigorous um uh, like DAWs and shit and shit like that. It's just a piece of music. It's probably been done on one of those Fostex things where you keep you keep banging on about those eight what those eight track things. Yeah, it's probably been done great. on one of them. But that's what it sounds like. It sounds like it's been done on something like that. You want to you want to learn like... how to mix and master. You want to learn how to record. You buy yourself a Fostex four two four, and then you buy a fucking yeah. load of tapes, and then, then you learn from the grand that was at a fucking bounce tracks along, and try and try and get the hiss out of your track when you when you got when you've got but to play. No, music. no, no. no, no. See, is, back, back in the day, back in the day, you used to take the hiss out. Now. If you can get that hitch, that that authentic <laughs> yeah. hitch, you yeah, keep that in there. Run for that, yeah. No, yeah. now you get a plug-in yeah. that hey. makes this. That's it. That's it. That's what I was going to say. You probably find she spent two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on getting that sound that you think she made in her bedroom. You know. <laughs> yeah. I hope not. Okay. I hope she has just got a Fostex. Uh, yeah. All right. Finish right. up with you then, Rich. Uh, I'm going. I'm bringing uh, my artist. 
who is uh, Jenny Colquitt with her song, Shape.
So that was Jenny Colquitt. Um, she says on her website here that I'm currently looking at, my name is Jenny Colquitt. That's handy. Good start. I am a singer, songwriter, musician, and citizen of the Northwest United Kingdom. It could be anywhere. I think it was Liverpool um, or, or thereabouts. Uh, uh, yeah. I began writing music in my early teens, and from there I have played many venues and spread my music far and wide. In 2016, I released my debut EP titled The Quiet Kind. I also run a successful YouTube channel and Twitch channel. And she enjoys video recording and shit. If you um, if you want to, <laughs> if, That's quite if, you want, <laughs> if you want to find out more about Jenny Colquitt, she was recently our artist of the week, and um, I thought I'd bring her again for the major because I, it was probably, I think it's one of my favourite songs that's been submitted this year, and. Um, it's quite surprising that it's been brought to me. I'm going to explain why now. I'm going to share something with you, Wayne, and I want you to tell me your first thought when you see this on the screen. Okay, so that was the email that was sent to me. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> For Hello, visual this, insight. Hello, this is a new single from Widnes singer, songwriter Jenny Colquitt. Hope you enjoy the front and band Eli as well. <laughs> As well, <laughs> I can send you the song if you're interested, and that, wow. that's all. That, that's all. That. Now, usually, as you know, if somebody sends me that email, let me let me try and enlarge that for Wait. you. Also, the best thing about it, it's from Swag John. <laughs> <laughs> Swag John. Is the new single from Witness singer songwriter Jenny Colgus. Hope you enjoy. For, she fronts a band Illy, as well as you can say. <laughs> Their song, if interested, from Swag. That's, that's all they said. <laughs> now, as you know, and I'm not, I'm not showing this. I don't usually show emails because you know, um, usually they put on them that you know you shouldn't share unless. Um, but they haven't said anything like that. They've just sent that. Now, I'm not showing to humiliate or anything like that. It's kind of like educational to people who want to send uh, their music. Um, that you need to be a bit more thorough because under normal circumstances. I don't freeze like this and disappear. I'll um. Where I'll the fuck have I gone? <laughs> don't know. Can you hear I'll me? Tell you what... Yes, I can hear you. Can hear you. That's I'll quickly tell you what I do with that email. Uh, if I open that email, I'll quickly tell you what I'd do. It's up there in the top uh, right-hand corner. It's a little trash uh, sign. That's what I'd be pressing. I wouldn't even be bother checking the song out because you can't be asked to send me correct information, so I'm, I'm deleting. FYI. Yeah, that's, but it's from Swag what... John. But it's Swag like... John. Yeah, you, it's you can't... Swag John. And... You can't ignore and... Swag John, man. Seriously. I'm all right. You wouldn't believe the people I've ignored. <laughs> so, yes, under normal set, 99.9% .9 of the time, that email would have been ignored and trashed. However, this one-off, I, I just happened to click on it and have a listen. I thought, fuck me, I'm glad I listened to this. It's amazing. And fair play to him. They sent a message back saying, look, I'm really sorry about my PR skills and everything. And, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's just one of them. But, um, yeah, if you want to send your music to us, please send all the information, including social links, streaming links, bio. Um, yeah. But yeah, absolutely fantastic. So polar opposite of what Wayne brought. 
Um, it's all the production as opposed to none of the production. <laughs> yeah. All that stuff behind you, Rich, every single one of them, every single line yeah. of that stuff, uh, mix it gets behind you, and all the racks yeah. on the other side and all. <laughs> yeah, but it's been done so well, though. I mean, the, the production's amazing on it. It's a nice video, and I think she's working on an album. Uh, I, in fact, if uh, she's probably going to listen to this because I'm going to tag her in it. And uh, we did mean no offence when I showed that email. And it's just for education well, and, purposes. And violated people. GDPR. What's <laughs> <laughs> GDPR? The rule oh, well, that if you don't know about it, I can't tell you. <laughs> the rule that I says don't can. show emails on your screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed but to do that. Worry. It's all right. This it's is an audio yeah. podcast. Now you'll see it. It's my job. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's not an yeah, audio podcast. Is it when we're using fucking video? Um, <laughs> well, no, you're using video. Don't blame me on this. <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll figure something out. Anyway, it was just so, yeah. Jenny, if you're listening, we'd like to get you back on the main show sometime. Um, like this 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 show, but without Goza, <laughs> with you instead. Yeah. So, with a much more professional production. Yeah. And I promise I won't show any more emails <laughs> because of GDPR, whoever the fuck they are. They can suck a bag of dicks as well. <laughs> this, is where, this is where Rich just gets tackled off his chair by some sort of enforcement authority. <laughs> yeah. The FBI agent right. behind his computer just crawls out. <laughs> so I'm going to edit out all of what just happened. <laughs> and uh, so, so what, why don't we go with, yeah, why don't we go with what we all thought, eh? Let's, let's, crack, let's crack on. Oh, yeah. So, so, <laughs> yeah. so um, <laughs> So, so, right so what did you what did you think of this then, Wayne? Oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice um, to see that some things never change on this podcast. Oh, mate, four years down the line, and we're as professional as the day we started. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'll be honest. When it started, I thought, "Well, oh, this feels a bit worship. This feels very worship." Oh yeah, song. I thought that. <laughs> yeah. I did think- no, I'm saying it's a bad mm. thing. You just that doesn't float my boat at all. Gospel, you know. Yeah, I know. I don't mind gospel. It's worship. Not a fan of that stuff. And then it it kicks up a gear, and I was like, okay, you've got my attention now. You know, this it starts to take. It's changed its shape. That's bunny ears for everybody listening on the podcast. Um, nobody else got that. No, the song's called Shape. No, fucking hell, forget it. <laughs> uh, it's only you paying attention, apparently. Apparently, yeah. Um, I like that it's got some feelings of like modern country to it. You know, um, in the way that she sings and the way it's been recorded, like uh, it puts me in mind of people like Lady Antebellum, and um, yeah, Lady's gone straight out of my head. But that, that sort of modern country sound, like uh, the Shires and people like that, and um, Ward Thomas. Really... No, no, we're talking like now country, not twenty years. Sort of. She started the now country. You know, you know, Ward Thomas, Emma. Or um, I have no, yeah. or you, you, you know, um, oh, they're, they're fantastic, and the shires, they're fantastic. Um, but yeah, I like that sound, it's nice. Uh, I really like this got this building structure, uh, to the song, how it starts and just keeps keeps adding and adding, <laughs> and adding until you get to like a really big crescendo at the end. And I'm call me crazy, I'm a fool for the rhythmic dancing within the video as well. I thought it was quite artsy, but it's quite really quite nice, uh, and. Just randomly, when the piano was playing on its own, it reminded me of Deacon Blue. 
but I don't know. I can't tell you the reason why, but he's got, he just instantly put me in mind of some Deacon Blue songs. Don't know why, just did. But yeah, I quite enjoyed that. Yeah. Cool. Ema? Yeah, my first thought when I heard this was, oh, Richie. It's not the first time you've thought that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was, it, was a, it was a good, I was going to say episode. Uh, great song. It actually kind of gave me like early 2000s vibes, mm, especially yeah. like the phrasing, because it was like, um, you know, she goes, da 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 today. I feel like that's actually like very kind of like old kind of, like singing style and then it was like kind of country but also kind of modern um, it made me think of uh, what's her face Celine Dion oh yes I was yeah. going to say that absolutely all day long Celine Dion mm. yeah, yeah definitely and uh, yeah she has really nice lyrics as well I, I really like the first one it's like I'm a fossil on the beach or something like that's really clever I hadn't thought of using fossil as like an idea in the lyrics so it's really nice and yeah, now she's like going to steal it <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's artistic inspiration. I like it. <laughs> I won't do that. <laughs> but, Goza. Yeah, it was very much like anthemic pop, wasn't it? Uh, that's the kind of thing that would play on Radio 2 all day long. And you could see, like, uh, uh, right from the beginning, no. I was thinking, Celine Dion, Celine Dion, I believe that my heart will go on. Um, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> Uh, and I could see somebody like Pink covering this song and all that. Really? Kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just that it's it's that sort of thing. I um, it's not really my cup of tea, but I did enjoy it for what it was. Uh, and uh, yeah, much much like uh, uh, I'm a Ema. Sorry, I can't remember how yeah, to say no, that's name fine, I apologize. Um, no one can say my name either. Uh, <laughs> I yeah I, I was thinking, it? I think it was very sweet <laughs> that you picked this song and um it was it was sweetly uplifting so she's clearly got chops she can clearly sing she can clearly songwrite and she can even throw some shapes so she's probably got a massive massive future ahead of her she probably takes offense at you calling them shapes throwing shapes your granddad throws shapes what is the song then? title yeah <laughs> it's the song title yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So that was our three artists that we've brought, some of our favourite artists over the past weeks or so. Um, go check them out in the show notes. We'll leave all the links. Go show them some love and support and all that shit. Um <laughs> We're going to move on to our next section. And our next section is the wild card. <laughs> this is I think this is new. I think this this section's new to go. And the last time you were with us goes, I we had the head to head. We had probably the insane intense hardcore genre musical challenge yeah. go. I mean I, in fact we probably had the world challenge back then. Yeah, and you had yeah. Neil as well. That's the thing. That's how long ago it was. Like Neil's still with us, he's just had a sex change. It's true. <laughs> it takes years and, off you. And, and he just sounds completely different. That's yeah. great. I um I missed what happened to Neil. What happened to Neil? I died. 
He do- oh, that's a I terrible knew, shame. I knew you were going to say that. It's a real shame because he's still liking my posts on Facebook. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like yeah, he's Neil, still here. <laughs> Neil, says, Neil says hello. Neil's a big fan of yours, believe it or not. He's a real big fan of yours. He's uh, He loves your work. He's he bought all your CDs. <laughs> Actually, he has yeah. bought a couple of them. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. Um, so what happened? He just fell out of favor. He you just you decided no, he it was became, too much of a sausage no, fest. He, you know, in all, all seriousness, he became an accountant, so he had to go. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Um, no, he he, he just because of the recordings and his work commitments, it uh, wasn't. Yeah. But hopefully, you know, in the near future, we've got... Should we make the announcement now, Ema? That you're fucking off and leaving us? Should we make that I mean, announcement now? I think you've done it, to be honest. <laughs> or should, or should we should save it for another time? Save for another time. <laughs> okay. I, well, I feel like I accidentally blundered into something huge here. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all good. <laughs> Um, yeah, but Ema's very, very busy, busy as it is, and now she's moving to Canada. I mean, who the fuck wants to go oh, to wow. Canada? But she's moving to Canada, and uh, it's, she, she's always going to be a member of the team. So whenever she gets a chance and time, she's all welcome back, of course. When she's in the boot. When she's in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe send over um, some maple syrup samples. Or something. <laughs> so, do you yeah, want to tell us a bit about? You want to tell us a bit about what you're doing in Canada, Canada, Yeah, so I'm running off to the mountains and becoming a folk singer because I think it's time to do that. Sounds <laughs> good. Mm-hmm. At some point then, in everybody's life, it's time to go to the mountains. It is. It's time to run to the we've mountains. All, <laughs> yeah, we, we all we've all been, been to the mountains. Go minutes. tell it on the mountain. Yep. So starting <laughs> off in a band, so I'll be in the Rockies, eh? And then oh, heading brilliant. to Montreal. So <laughs> crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Thank you. Just sound like yeah. good luck. Thanks so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, I'll so tell you what we'll do. We'll wait till next we'll wait till the next episode to announce it though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll do <laughs> that. Not we'll do I'm that. not going until January anyway. So. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean who have you got lined up or have you got a rigorous audition process? Who will be my rep- No, no, we are not gonna um we, we we're not gonna replace Emma. Um it's just so fucking awful. We don't want to do we don't want to replace with anybody. Ema can come and join us as and when she's able. Neil can Neil Neil like <laughs> Same goes for Neil. Neil's still a member of the team. He can always come back as and when he can. So that goes for Ema. So hopefully she'll come and join us as and when she can. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So wild card. card, uh, For those who are unfamiliar, the wild card is the section where I randomly go through the emails and I flick and flick and flick through until goes a shout stop. And then I, (laughs) and then we choose that email with that singer and songwriter and artist, and we'll play their music. Is what's about to happen. So I'm going to go into the emails now. Okay. So I'm flicking through, goes. I'm flicking through, I'm flicking through, I'm flicking through, I'm flicking through, I'm I'm rolling through with my mouse roller. Here's what's happening. Rolling through with a mouse roller. No, no, no. What? Stop. Oh. 
Um, okay. So we have Gabriel Quaison, is who we've landed on here. <clears throat> he, uh, I mean, I, I want to show you the email. <laughs> I'm not going to. No, God damn! No. I'm, I'm going to show you a picture. I'm going to show you a picture of him off the email. I mean, it's not on the email. It is, but it's not. Um, <laughs> let's, let's show you a picture of Gabriel Quasar because I want to. I want to build a picture in all of your heads, and then you can tell me with that picture what you're expecting from the song, type thing. So, um, mm, here we go. So this is Gabriel Quasar. Can you see him there? Oh wow! Funky. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Okay. So that's Gabriel Quasar. Uh, let's stop sharing that now. Um, what does it say about him? It says Gabriel Quasar has released his new crossover single, Slove. Slove. S L U S L O V E. Slove. It's Slove, isn't it? But slove, slove, I think slove, 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 slove. It's on all digital platforms. The smooth, the smooth yeah. atmospheric single demonstrates his fluid taste for guitar playing ability, with a neo soul ambient vibe present throughout. Italy born, who now splits his time between Verona, Los Angeles, and Zanzibar. Okay. <laughs> She's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm calling uh, I bullshit saw... on that. That's bullshit. He's been nowhere for the last year and fucking half. <laughs> he, anyway, he's a thinker. I think they call them philosophers, but he's a thinker, a songwriter, a singer, and a passionate guitarist at heart with an Eclectic and completely original take on rock, alternative and modern pop music. He states of the single, there are too many emotions to be reflected in the mirror of our soul to be bound and defined by a simple label. Youth and energy. I already. Sounds like a cunt. Um, (laughs) Youth and energy. A quasar of musical fusion that ranges from alternative rock to pop and embraces challenging dissonances with melodic solutions. Who the fuck talks like that? Um, (laughs) Quasar. Marketing Quasar talks like that. I'm I'm going to show you one more. I'm going to show you one more picture of Quasar before we move on to his song. Okay. Is he fully clothed? (laughs) <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> is he holding this the is the, on? Or this is like the that? This, well, that's what he calls it. Um, <laughs> that's that's the picture right there. Wow. Now, now, do you think he threw his hair back like that, or do you think it was glued in place like that? That was definitely taken in Zanzibar. I'm thinking <laughs> that bloke cool. need, that bloke needs a bacon sandwich. <laughs> I think that's quite cool, actually. I quite that's like that. So, so, that, is a, that is an amazing picture, isn't it? That mm. that's very, very cool. I think so, he's yeah. already demonstrated quite a lot of creativity, just in the way he's described mm. himself and in his photos. I'm really looking for. I'm primed to hear this. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, uh, shocked that a bloke who's so good on the guitar only has three fingers. 
<laughs> maybe it's only a two-string guitar. Maybe, I'm, I'm maybe. Looking, I'm looking forward to when that TV show comes on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. So, what do we expect? What are you expecting from this, Wayne? Um, so I've been sat here. I mean, straight away when you sent me the first picture and said a bit of, you know, we said I was sort of going Nile Rogers in my head for some reason. Sort of. Mm, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, sort of smooth, funky soul. And then I've sort of morphed a bit, maybe a bit Rick Jamesy, and trying to be a bit Prince, that sort of sound. That sort of, you know, cool, using the guitar in a sort of poppy sense, but still having its rock sensibility, that sort of feel. Maybe. Could be completely wrong. I'm hoping it's dubstep mm. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say uh, ambient guitar, uh, neo-pop, <laughs> or neo what He pretty much said everything, right? You're just saying words. He said you everything. You're just saying words. Commit I, want it to be, I want it to be funky space jazz. That's what I want. Oh, oh, I'm with Gozo on this one. Yeah. I'm with Gozo on this one. Funky space jazz. I'm expecting something that's kind of like, you know, when you walk into a, an art gallery and you see a piece of work that you know shit. But you've got people around you who, who pretend that they go, oh, oh, yes, it's so amazing. I mean, look at the nuance. And they'll say, <laughs> the look, at, look at the nuance. It's just, it's, no, it's just somebody's throwing a bit of fucking paint yeah. up the wall. No, 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 you, you, you're, missing it. you're missing its essence and shit like that. And I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be like arty-farty. And where I'm going to think... I just don't fucking get it. Whereas somebody who's pretentious will go, oh, yes, oh, this is an amazing piece of art and expression. I think it could That's... actually be a bit Pink Floydish. Yeah, it could, could be. I, just, yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to really enjoy this. I don't yeah. know why. He's Maybe really I'm hyped exactly, it up anyway. I'm exactly Whatever. the kind of pretentious asshole Richie's talking about. That's the, only th the only thing I can <laughs> guarantee out of all this is if he listens to this, he's going to hate me. <laughs> you did call him a very bad word. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean that, of course. It was all in jest. So what did I say the song was called? Fuck no. It was called Slove. You didn't. I did. It was called Slove or Slove. Slove or Slove by Gabrielle Quasar. I mean, the name alone, that's not real. That's not what it was born with. No fucking chance. Oh, we had Brian Funk on the show the other week, you know what I mean? That was a real name. I can't, that that, can't believe name. that was his name, Brian Funk. So God cool. damn. And he didn't like Funk either. <laughs> so this is Gabrielle Quasar with... Slove. Slow. Didn't know I had 
anything or what to do Nor its price so about you But now we cry yet still rhapsodize And I'll be with you Even after I'll die Call yourself to go never mind them Let the love you're talking And hold you Come let it go for the love in a heartbeat Breathe along with your senses Come let yourself to go never mind them The love you're talking I hold you Come for the love cause you know that you're special I found love, you know On my room's floor, you know And I found love, found love Just to give it to you As a flame can dance, was slowly burn It can make a bound, I'll crush you down And I won't lose my grip And I'll be with you Even after I'll die Call me your soul for to go, never mind run Let the love be talking I hold you Let it go for the love in a heartbeat Breathe along with your senses Come let your soul fit to go, never mind them Let the love be a token And I love you so, and I love you so Come for the love as you know we're special The best things I've ever had Wow. <laughs> I liked it. I do, I, do you know what? It was really fucking good. Um, it was. It, it, over. it screams yeah. dire straits. It, it screams diarrhea. Um, dire straits. <laughs> no, no, that was Very. a joke. Um, it was just it was a play on words. Um, wow. No, it was really fucking good. Um, I, I wanted to hate love, it. You know. Oh, do, do you know what it's sorry when he said it the first time you think fuck me what is it? yeah but the, as it goes on it just yeah. works it, mm. it does and it's <laughs> the, yeah it's like his guitar it wasn't it didn't solo in it but his use of guitar picking and like um his his, his lead guitar in it was just beautiful and perfect and it reminded me of an artist we've had on the show before called Warhouse. I don't remember why I bought the song by Warhouse. 
loves a stranger, loves a stranger. Anyway, um, kind of reminds me of that. And it, I was right. It is arty farty. However, I do get it, and I do like it. It's, and it's diff- It's so I different. Liked it. Yeah, I, I thought he had an almost William Shatner-esque delivery to some of his, uh, <laughs> his lines. They they were quite good. But actually, he's also, he's got he looks like he'd make a really good effective cult leader as well. He's got that sort of vibe, you know. He's he's got charisma. He's got charisma, definitely. I just started off thinking, oh, I think this is going to be a little too too cheesy potentially for me. But actually, he he sort of transcends that quite early on and gets into this level of sincerity that's quite compelling and uh yeah yeah i really liked it yeah i like uh, wayne you know who reminded me of he reminded me of freeman on lsd uh, that's impossible because freeman's always on lsd sure sure yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he sounds nothing like that yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> it's the Italian version of Freeman. That's all that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you think of the humor? Yeah, I really liked it. I'll be listening to that again for sure. Um, it grows on you for, as it goes on, and it like develops really well. Um, I liked the music video. I liked, well, I liked parts of the music video. I thought that he looked really cool in his suit playing the guitar. I think that could have just been the whole thing, to be honest. But like, it's really he has like a very strong visual appeal and a great sound. So yeah, I really like it. Parts of that mm. video were definitely filmed in Zanzibar. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird how much I wanted to hate him and the song because of, just because I'm a knob, but I can't, I really, I, I really like, I really like it. In fact, I'm going to go on Spotify. I'll put that on my playlist. You're going to join his cult. I'll join yeah. his cult. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Wayne, yeah, what did I'm you think of this? You. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, Goza stole my thunder straight away because I was just going to start with it. He found love, you know. Um, found love, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, sounds like sounds like you're stoning him out when he's you're mate. How you doing? Oh, I found love, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and there was there was that bit in the song that did make me laugh out loud, where he just sort of goes, ah, oh, like that. <laughs> and it, it, it just, <laughs> it just made me laugh because. It's quite a you've got to you've got to have a certain style to get away with that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think you could do that, Goza. No, I don't think I could. <laughs> I challenge you to try it in your next song, though. Maybe I will, my friend. Maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was. I think. I think I'm a bit justified in saying that. I thought he sounded a bit like Prince because there's some definite DNA of Prince in his guitar playing, um, mm. the way it sounds and the, the flourishes he puts throughout. It reminded me of, of Prince. Um, <clears throat> I think critically, I think the drums are flat and they're not cared for at all because he's looking at the bass, he's looking at um, the sound of the guitar. The, the bass is fantastic. It's just groove and it's giving the whole song the vibe. But I think the drums, if you listen back to it, I think the drums are a bit underloved. They could do with a bit more care. They just seem a bit, I don't know, generic, I suppose is the term. No, I've got nothing else for it. They, they don't seem to really stick out for me. Um, I don't, and as a songwriter, I don't think he needs all the bells and whistles of what you showed us before, Rich. I understand why you use it because you've got to be this all round package, you know, you've got to become come to the record company fully formed. There's no nurturing anymore, so you know, you can just sell the image, and I understand what he's doing. But 
because he's a you know a phenomenal guitar player and his songs are good and they're all really you know i mean there's that's that's a sexy song whether whether you know you think it or not there's some some really quite you know seductive oh, look at me dancing you know um so yeah i understand why he, he does it but i don't think he does need all them bells and whistles but i did like it i did like it a lot yeah he's it's somebody i'd, I'd definitely try and check out for more Mm-hmm. I wouldn't particularly say it's bells and whistles though. I think that like a style is such a personal thing as well. And I think that he's absolutely owning whatever it is. Um and definitely you do need to have like your prepared style these days, but um I think he's yeah. I think Not like I say, I understand it. Yeah. I understand why, but I think that his songwriting is is a so strong. Above, so yeah. He, yeah, he could he could get away with that, all the you know man, uh, manga type hair, you know, looking like he's on the <laughs> He's, he strikes me as usually, usually the kind of you guy is never wearing a shirt, isn't he? You know, he's yeah. never wearing a proper t-shirt. He'd never be well, seen he... in something like Richie's got on. You know, it's, <laughs> I'll you know, take my top off, mate. <laughs> he, um, he's always think... gonna have a bare torso. It, it, it's, it's cult. Do you think that all have white robes with on the back emblazoned on? <laughs> I find yeah, love, then. you know. <laughs> I'd, I'd buy one of his cult jackets. <laughs> I think I think a lot of artists of a sim, similar vein will use an image like that to to promote their brand and to sell their brand because the music doesn't stand up, and they'll need the image in order to sell. However, he's got the image, and I think his music is so unique and so different that I, I, I think he's. I think he's on to something. I, I, don't, I don't think this will be the last we hear of him, I don't think, if he keeps it up. Mm. You know, there's a meme recently. There was a meme recently I saw that um, said uh, the only person that could wear a blouse, leggings, full makeup, mascara and eyeshadow, and still walk in and steal your woman was Prince. I think this guy probably could. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think this guy probably could as well. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe. Mm. He's definitely, like I said, he's got charisma, hasn't he? Yeah. Yep, Come yep, over. Yep, yep. Slam a Jack Daniels on the table and go, oh. <laughs> 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 That's how we introduce the podcast from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Yavanna. This yeah. is the podcast. <laughs> oh, no, that was too Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll all get our own. We'll all get our own individuals. (laughs) I want to hear Emus. (laughs) God damn! I think I think a couple of years in Canada will sort that out. (laughs) Right. So we're going to move on to. Our final section of the show after that. Oh, by the way, if you want to check out the artist we just played, um, what's his face? Quasar. What was his name? Gabriel Quasar. If you want to check out Gabriel Quasar, and I recommend you do. He was shocking, shockingly good. Uh, go, uh, We'll leave links to his work in the show notes. And in the meantime, we're going to move on to our final section, which is the artist spotlight. Oh, girls are so confused. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, this section's all about you, Goza. Thank you so much for uh, taking time out and joining us and being on time and everything. Oh, it's a pleasure to to 
yeah well you know we had we've done a lot of these and we've had we've had some fun haven't we Bon Jovi's released nothing new, have they? Goes to say, there's no reason for you to be late. You're not playing, you know, (laughs) records. That's it. That's it. Uh, Didn't we do a Christmas special once where we recorded it and then it it didn't record properly and then we had to do it all over again? I think that might have happened once or twice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ah, well, anyway, Mm. it's it's nice to be back, and uh, you you guys haven't changed apart from the fact that now you've got a a lady with you, which was unheard of before. And And she uh, can't wait to fuck off and leave us. No, that's right. You've you've damaged her so badly that she's going off to Canada. uh, (laughs) Yeah, for the reason. (laughs) Uh, It's lovely. It's lovely to be back. Uh, Why don't we start with how you and Mike Five? Got together. Well, let's start with how you and Mike Five got together mm. and you signed to Light and Lines. Let's start. Mike, Mike who? Who? Mike Five. Mike Five. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mike Five. Mike Four? You. Mike yeah, you, had him on, you had him on the podcast. He filled you in, didn't you? Uh, yeah, but you uh, can tell us again now. Oh, he wishes okay. I filled him in. <laughs> I'm going for a Okay. <laughs> Richie can't oh. be asked to hear my explanation, so he's left the room. Um, I'm sorry. Um, Mike Mike Five uh, is the guy who runs the New Music Saturday podcast, and he's a big all-round music fan and uh, a huge music geek like me. And out of the blue, he rang me up and said, um, I listen to thousands of records every year as for the podcast, but it's your CDs that I've got in my car. Um, and I'm about to launch a, a, a record label, and I'd really like you to be the first person on it. Uh, which was really strange. It was a total bolt, bolt from the blue, um, but it was lovely. Uh, and uh, we got talking and it quickly became obvious that we had tons and tons in common. Um, and the way we looked at music was very similar. And the way we thought about what a record label should be doing was very similar. So uh, yeah, he, he talked me into it pretty quickly. I was actually in the process of talking to another record label again an independent record label um and i'd sent them some demos when he contacted me and said why don't you come on my label and so uh he he effectively poached me away from another record label that's what he did not intentionally <laughs> obviously <laughs> yeah not intentionally no no um but i'm glad he did and, and he's a lovely guy and lights and lines is turning into something i think really special and i like all that like his whole ethos and philosophy of just like he tell he wants uh musicians and bands that tell good stories rather than are linked by any kind of genre um and i respect that a lot i think that's good and he's putting a lot of effort into the physical side of things the cds are really well produced and hopefully we'll look at some vinyl down the line as well and and all that kind of stuff so he's putting a lot of effort in where he should be putting a lot of effort in and you've met him i mean you know what he's like he can talk for england really yeah he's a lovely guy mm. yeah, yeah yeah he's a fun know. guy right? we, he's, he's like you he's a repeat uh offender on the podcast he is he's yeah I, I know he's yeah. he's just got tons of enthusiasm hasn't he he's uh yeah he's he's exactly the kind of guy who should have his own record label basically i think i should I, have I'm, one yeah you should you probably should i, I should talk to speaking to mike gabriel quasar I, Maybe. We're here to talk about Gozer. 
So it <laughs> <laughs> sounds like uh, yourself and Mike Five are pretty well suited then because you were saying that um, he cares a lot about storytelling and you are very like folk influenced, aren't you? And you, you're, I remember that, that about your song. You're very, very good at storytelling. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, I try. Um, I mean, I like... I like narratives. I like stuff that you can get your teeth into. And I like songs that hit you in different ways at different times. And uh, uh, depending on what kind of stage you're at, you listen to something and maybe hear something that you didn't hear before. And just the kind of hook that you can hang your hat on and go, that song means something to me because of something I've heard in the lyrics. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, And I think Mike responds to that kind of narrative storytelling as well it's quite hard to do you can't I couldn't do it when I was younger I was a terrible songwriter when I was younger uh, and at some point over the years I just learned how to do it a bit better that's it um, do you think it was like influences <laughs> and stuff like would you listen to many like Nashville tracks and like country kind of style um and uh, I've never really been a I, I've never really been a country guy more of an Americana sort of guy uh mm. and, and I came to that quite late really I, I think um I think I always just responded to stuff that uh that made me feel something and a lot of what made me feel something with songs a lot of the songs that have stayed with me over the years are those songs that have quite a strong narrative structure and and songs that make me uh that evoke something in me straight away yeah yeah anyway yeah, so yeah. Can we play your song? Can we play mm. your song and then uh, we can uh, uh, you can uh, have a chat about it and the, the yeah, lot. So did is... you have something you wanted to say first, Ema? Sorry, no, I interrupted the... you. Oh, no, no, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm excited to hear it. There's, there's a reason that I chose this song because you played the remix when Mike came on of this song, but this is the this is the original song, basically. Okay, lovely. So this song that we're about to play goes all... Mm. is what is this introduce gamblers well this is gambler's last day this is uh remastered by a guy called one blind mouse uh and this is the title track and where the album gets its title from this is the title track from the album ghosts of the future and past which came out just two months ago congratulations (laughs) thank you very much
my aid Don't judge me by mistakes I've made You bet your house, you bet your bread I don't wanna end up dead So make a This gambler's last day It's good, but it's going to go real Quasar, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Does the imagery within the video uh, correlate with the the song? Because usually when you get lyric videos, a lot of people, when they get a lyric video, they'll send it off to some company to do the lyric video and it'll come back. And the the imagery will have fuck all to do with the song, whereas that feels like it kind of correlates with the, um, the song. Yeah, uh, Mike Five actually put that video together uh, himself, and uh, he did a great job. Oh, he it, animated but... it. He did that. No, well, no, no, he didn't do the he didn't do the source animation. That's what I was going to say. The source animation actually came from uh, someone whose name temporarily escapes me. Now I feel terrible, um, but it, it is in the in the YouTube link in the blurb. It, it explains who it's from. I just have a total mind blank on it but it was someone's university project from about seven years ago and they left it on um on youtube uh under creative commons 
Uh, and it was only about, I think it was only about an hour, uh, an hour, uh, a minute and 15 seconds or something like that. And Mike basically spliced it all up and animated it uh, and, and reanimated it uh, to fit in with the song. So um, it, the idea was to try and shine a light on that artist's work because we tried to direct them in the blurb for the YouTube video. We tried to direct people back to the original video. Yeah, um, right. That's really cool. And yeah. Yeah, so he did a really good job, but I've totally fluffed it by forgetting the artist uh, and the name of the work. So, hey. I do a similar thing. I do a similar thing. You know, the Midnight Lives we do. I don't know if you've seen the Midnight Live. Yeah, I've got I this have, background yeah. thing that I've got. It's like um, in a cityscape in the background. I'm in an apartment. Well, that's been done by someone on YouTube, and I graciously asked them, you know, it would be okay if I used it as a background. They said no, so I kind of said, fuck it, and used it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to like do? That. What are they going to do? It wasn't quite like that in this case. Um, but uh, the reason that I picked this song, because I know you've heard this song before probably a couple times now. Um, yeah. We recently, in August, put out um, uh, an open call for covers of that song. Um, and the lyric video was uh, one of the things that we put out to help people learn the song. Um, and we did a couple of explainer videos, how to play it on guitar, et cetera, et cetera, and all that kind of stuff. And basically, we launched a competition to see who could produce the best cover or the wildest cover of that song. Um, and Mike and I weren't sure we were going to get any entries whatsoever. We thought we might get one or two if we were lucky. Um, but we ended up with 10 or 11 um and uh they're all amazing and we called the uh competition goes as ghosts uh and we did a podcast recently where we just talked all of them over and we tried to come to a decision and we picked a winner um uh but it was very very difficult but what i was hoping is in the show notes you could put a link to the page on the lights and lines website where all of the entries are gathered so that you could perhaps shine a light on a whole bunch of other lesser-known artists, um, all of whom put a lot of time and effort and artistry into creating some amazing covers of that song. Amazing. Can I ask who the winner was? Uh, yes, the winner was a guy called Gary Granger, who um, is a, a, he's actually a blues guitarist, um, and he he did a fingerstyle um, guitar version uh and it was just something about his delivery. He came up a lot in our conversations. It's very unscientific how we picked the winner. But a, an honourable mention went to a guy called Depth Buffer, um, who is a sort of like dark ambient electronica artist. Um, and his version sounds like a bunch of guys chanting on a hill in the oh. middle of the apocalypse. Um, it's it's cool as hell. So, I mean, there was a real diversity of entries and we could never have predicted just how good they were going to be. We had, you know, like multi-genre spanning um, artists uh, and entries. So, yeah, it's really, really worth your time. If you if you listen to that song and then go and listen to some of the covers, I mean, we had a metal version by a guy called Titanosaur, which works scarily well. You'll probably finish listening to those and then go, well, Gozes is like my fifth or sixth favorite version of that song. You know what I mean? Some people out there are doing it better than me, and it's my song. That's always um, the worry, the isn't it? When you put out something like that, it's like I'm putting out this song that I love, that I've made, it's mine, and I'm worried that somebody's going to come back and it's going to be better than me. 
Yeah, well, I, you know, I sort of feel that they they've achieved that a couple of these people, but um, I yeah, I don't know. I I it was a fascinating few weeks for me. Every now and then, I would get a ping on my phone, and it would just be a message from someone saying, "Hey, I've covered your song," and then me and Mike Five would listen to it and be furiously texting one another going bloody hell did you hear how good that was and uh, it's really worth your time uh having a listen and having a flip through and seeing what people came up with because it is quite mm. amazing i hear um, is it true that bon jovi did a cover of it and it got, when it came back it sounded exactly the same <laughs> no it's not true at all but i love the ongoing joke that i sound like bon jovi <laughs> I was saying uh, that must have been a really exciting experience, like seeing people like engaging and making their version yeah. and everything. It's really cool. Yeah. O up until uh, we launched that competition, no one had ever done a cover of one of my songs. A couple of people had sort of threatened to do it over the years, but never got around to it. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it was it was amazing few weeks just hearing covers of that song. And even my mum and the rest of my family got into uh, the entries and and all had their favorites and wanted certain people to win and all that lot so it's yeah. quite it's quite amazing it's quite amazing i think it uh, sh shows as well that um i mean you see your numbers on spotify you see your numbers on social medias and everything but mm. sometimes it's just a number and you don't is that a real listen are they really listening but then when you get put some a competition out like that where you know how many people are really gonna respond and you get 10 people it makes you realize that actually your music is getting out there and it is reaching people and it is having an impact yeah it's uh yeah i think i think you're right it's a very strange feeling for me because i'm constantly i mean i've been used to being completely unknown absolutely the underdog standing in front of people every time i play a show winning people over one by one very very slowly uh and so quite uh strangely this year for me there's been a little bit of a perception shift and a little bit of a shift in in the way that people respond to me and know me now and a few more people know me than did before and that's that's great it's exciting but people who genuinely put the effort in to learn your song and do their own interpretation <clears throat> that's that's incredible to me that's a that's really really flattering neil neil mm -hmm. don't your song goes hey Neil learnt your song and uh, <laughs> did he? Yeah, yeah, because me, me and Neil and Wayne got together, started playing again in a. I won't say we're in a band, but we just get together like once a month and just have a jam. And Neil was adamant he wanted to do the song and send no it away. Yeah, it was not going to fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> we, we haven't we haven't played together in four and a half years, five years. I haven't played guitar in like three. And Neil comes yeah. on at the second. The and second he's had a goes. stroke in between. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, we're going to do goes a song. And he was like, it's really easy. I was like, we're not going to do goes a song. It's not going to happen. <laughs> like, oh, that's no, a shame. I would have loved to have heard that. No, you wouldn't. It can no, still happen. Really no, no, it no, can't. Yeah, we can. Um, yeah, we can. <laughs> Tom, you uh, went. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I found the I found the name of that uh, that girl who did the animation uh, for your song. Uh, oh, you've you've borrowed uh, goes there. It's Martine Bo Yunus. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's the girl. It's so yeah, check her out right. well, everywhere. Yeah. Yes, I'm. I'm not sure what's happened to her now because, as I say, that's quite a few years ago. I'm not sure if she's returned to animation or what. But um, it was really apt. Mike. Mike did a good 
job, I think, of finding that and uh, employing it for Gambler's Last Day. Mm, I agree. Mm-hmm. Very, it was very good. And uh, we're going to, um, we're, we're pretty much at the end of the show now, but we're going to play out with uh, another one of your songs. Um, what Do you know what that song is yet, yes. or have you not decided? Uh, no, I'm going to give you uh, something called Now's Not the Time to Lay Low, which is um, briefly, uh, it's a demo that I recorded for the next album. Um, that uh, we've included on this compilation album. It's a sort of glimpse as to where, where I'll be going next and what I'll be doing next. And um, Mike was adamant that we we kind of dig around uh, and we come up with some stuff that had been not been released before, some fresh stuff, some stuff that people would be um, surprised to hear. So uh, that was the one demo that I felt that I could let go. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what's on there. And that's stripped of all kind of like major production that was just recorded right here in this room that you can see. Okay, well, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, well, we're, we're going to play out with that now. Um, please follow Goza, follow all of the artists that we've played on the show. We'll leave links to everyone in the show notes. Go show them some love, some support. If you like the artist work, please go buy the work. Um support independent artists you can find us as stated in the intro www.yhhtmpc.com everything we do is over there um yeah so we're pretty much done here it's been quite a long episode but it's been a fun episode i've enjoyed this a lot um so yeah until next time i've been richie i've been wine i've been Emer. and our guest has been goza Thank you for listening. If indeed you still are. Goodbye. Bye. Got questions still asked. There's a path I can assume. Past the bridges I burn. To carry the rashes in her. People say I'll never learn. Sell yourself.
It's official, summer is almost here. The sun is getting brighter, the days are getting longer, and your lawn is ready for some love. Get everything you need for a season spent outside with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. Manicure your yard to perfection with lawn care tools from RYOBI. Then get your garden going with vegetables and herbs from Bonnie Plants Harvest Select, plus mulch and soil from Vigoro and EarthGrow. Get your lawn as ready as you are for summer in the sun. Feels like Memorial Day at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.